0: Memoria, which is the new film by Apachatpong Rastakul, which won it was a jury, can jury prize winner. Uh, Apichatpong made uh, the Palm d'Or winner, Uncle Boon Mee, who can recall his past lives. One of the most interesting things about which, of course, is the fact that Uncle Boon Me can't recall his past lives, which I always thought was a very kind of sly joke. He's been referred to as the high priest of slow cinema, you know, Thai filmmaking legend. There's an interesting thing about Apachatpong Rastikul. Referred to generally because of the custom that Apachatpong is the is, is the name that you would use. like we're asked to call is the surname. He also goes by the name of Joe, okay, okay. which obviously kind of yes yeah, solves uh, a number of problems. Saves, so, saves time, saves yeah. time. And uh, what's the thing from the Ruttles? Barrington Womble, who changed his name to Barry Wom. He changed his name to save time and his hairstyle to save real Anyway, Tilda Swinton is Jessica, who is a botanist, flower trader. She's in Bogota where her sister is ill. We see her visiting her sister in hospital, later having a meal with her and her poet partner. The opening shot of the film is a shot of a room that you can't quite see what's going on, nothing's going on. The shot is held for a long time, and then suddenly there is this noise, this strange boom sound, and Jessica wakes up. She thinks that it must be building works next door, out in the car park, a whole bunch of uh, car alarms go off. But then she hears the sound again and again, and it's starting to become apparent that no one else is hearing the sound. There's a scene in which you think she hears the sound out in the street. Somebody drops to the floor, but there's an implication that actually what they've heard is a bus backfiring. Anyway, later when she's at dinner, she hears the sound again, and it's a big, booming sound. Nobody else bats an eyelid. So she goes to a sound engineer, and she asks him to reproduce the sound, and he says to her, can you describe it for me? And she says, it's like an enormous concrete ball being dropped into a metal well surrounded by seawater. And he then gets some sound samples and puts them together to try to recreate the sound for her. And then he disappears. And when she goes back to the sound studio, they say, I've never heard of him, don't know who this person is at all. Meanwhile, someone that she thought was dead, convinced was dead, turns out, isn't dead. Here's a clip. I think I'm going crazy. You are. And me too. It's not the worst thing to be. composed a poem, a poem of the sleepless nights. Beyond the petals and once furious wings, the air gasps at its fading shadow. And that's it. It's a classic example of one of those films that, you know, somebody would say, What's it about? And you'd say, It's about two hours fifteen. Um, it's Columbia's submission, was well, St. Columbia's submission for the best international feature, Oscar. And the subjects it touches upon are the world being out of sync with itself, which relates back to what we were saying about ascension and Koenis um the sense of man being out of sync with nature, political history, personal history, memories that aren't your memories, dreams that aren't dreams and a somewhere between a lifelike state and a sort of deathly existence alien life forms human evolution modern jazz at one point there's a whole jazz interlude in which a really great jazz ensemble play play an entire tune and then our central character as she's trying to figure out what this sound is and that her search to discover what the sound is becomes a search for something much more existential And she goes off and she ends up in the company of someone who lives very remotely, who is kind of hypersensitive and therefore lives this very remote existence, scaling fish. And she meets other characters, meets characters who might be other characters, and she has memories that might be other people's memories, and she sees things that might be there and hears things that might not be there. And now, two things to say. The first is that obviously, all of. A pachetbong aka Joe's films require patience on the part of the audience. You have to go with it. I really enjoy them because I I love the ambient sense of them. Sometimes when you say ambient cinema, it sounds like you say you, you mean nothing is happening. I don't mean that. What I mean is everything's happening, but it's happening as a kind of on a sort of vibrational level. And the reason the film holds together, I mean, in its third act, it takes a fantastical leap that will lose a great part of the audience, but some people just go, okay, that's just ridiculous. Other people will go with it. I think it is both, it is at once uh, deep and also ridiculous. I I, I like the fact that it's both of those things, but the reason it works, if it works, and for me it does, is Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton is the most magnificent screen presence and it's again it's to do with physicality i mean obviously she's got an incredible voice but it's to do with physicality um she has a way of moving that tells you what you need to know about a character the way in which it looks like she's carrying the weight of the world the way in which she can set her face that in a way that looks anxious and quizzical and you know almost almost on the brink of screaming but not quite and the other thing is that because the film is so much about, you know, looking at things and holding an image for longer than a filmmaker would usually hold them, you look at everything and you sort of look into everything longer than you should do. And I, personally, I find this a really productive experience because I find watching those films sort of re centers me. I mean, it's a mystery and it's a. You know, it's a, full of intrigue and 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 wonder and really strange, unusual sights. Um, it's not for everybody, but then his cinema is not for everybody. But I think it's quite remarkable. I've seen it twice now. Second time round, the second time round, the end didn't work as well for me as it did the first time round. Because the first time round, I was going, "What?" But in a kind of rather enchanted way. I imagine, you know, like I said, it'll, it will prove very divisive, but. I very much. My, new, my usual line there is to say, what, you mean a spaceship arrives and then realise that given the context of what you said earlier, that may well be the case. <laughs> <laughs> Just after the jazz sequence, there's a <laughs> space, space alien. <clears throat> anyway, I, I thought I, I enjoyed it. And it's in cinemas only. In America, they released it with this really strange strategy whereby it only played in one cinema at any one time, like a moving exhibition with a commitment that it would never be available for home viewing. What's the point of that? So it can only be seen in like an exhibition like, you know, environment. All right. Yeah, okay.